0: we're the legends Legends of the the stoop Stoop.
1: we're here to advocate educate and inspire society welcome back to legends of the stoop i am your host mike Pernice. today joining me on the stoop is a diverse musician and Vice President of the Copa Club at Point Park University. Yeah. He plays several instruments and has participated and starred in musical performances such as Beauty and the Beast. I welcome none other than Tim Judah to The Stoop. Tim, thank you for stopping by The Stoop today. I greatly appreciate you being here. How you doing today?
2: And I'm doing good, bro. Never better. I'm just moving to my new space, but I appreciate you, bro. Thanks so much for having me on.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Hope the, Hope the move has gone well. Uh, we were talking before the show settled out in Crafton, so you're a little closer to me now. So we definitely got to hook up, grab a drink here soon. Uh, oh. You know, especially before who knows if the whole uh, restaurant industry might be closing up shop here as we head into the fall with the Delta variant, you know, kind of just exploding. But worst comes the worst. We can always sip on uh, a little gin on the front porch
2: here. <laughs> yes, sir.
1: So, Tim, why don't you go ahead and just like kind of introduce yourself to the audience? Let them know who you are.
2: Bet. Yeah. Well, I'm Tim Judah. Um, I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio. That's home. 23, by the turn of 24 on Sunday. So, you got your early birthday? Oh, right. <laughs> right. Um, I could think of myself as just a music artist. Like, I don't want to uh, limit myself in boxes such as, oh, he's a singer, he's an RB, blah, blah. I'm trying to do it all. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Catch me on top of the pop charts, R&B, rap, alternative, you know what I mean? I want to do it all. I'm just somebody who just loves music. Uh, I'm very passionate about it and I want to share my gifts with the world.
1: Well, hey, Tim, you know, that's exactly why we're here today, right? It's a show basically off what music you have and what music you have coming up. Um, we talked a little bit before the show started. Uh, of just kind of like how uh, what you just said right there just kind of elaborating on it just like how you want to be basically a one-stop shop where people can come and sample different types of genres with the same artists and I remember in the previous interview I had uh, with uh, Slim Trendy you know we kind of touched on this subject as well of how artists we feel like you know just like a decade ago we're kind of demonized for showcasing like the variety right you know Mm. it was like you're a rapper we want you to just make rap music you're a country singer just make country music right but i feel like that has kind of shifted now i feel like we're kind of entering into uh a new era where we want our artists to show their versatility i feel like we appreciate our artists more now than what we did back then uh what's your kind of your perspective and take on that
2: and honestly, like, even growing up, um, rap was not a big music choice in my family growing up. You know what I mean? Like, my parents did not like rap. They didn't like cussing. They didn't, they didn't like all that. It was mainly just R&B, soul, and gospel, you feel me? Mm-hmm. So, like, that was very hard to try to go into because of, you know, how they were raised. They they were raised in a Christian way. You know what I mean? So I was very insecure about my love for it. Mm-hmm. But uh, once I moved out to Pittsburgh to go to Point Park, you know, I was just surrounded by new energies, surrounded by more openness and acceptance. You know what I mean? And that was easier for me to be like, you know what, let me do this. You know what I mean? I'm good at it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, I'm not really being shot down on I mean, out, you know, haters. Of course you have haters, but but, but like, I'm not really being shot down on. This is what I want to do. You know, this is how I want to live my life. You know, if you don't like that, then,
0: you
1: know. <laughs> now, the, now the the question I have for you then is, do the parents approve? Is this parent approved or is Tim Judah kind of rebellion?
2: I'm rebellion. Um, I did have a conversation with my mom, like, last summer. It was honestly a pretty hard conversation. I was like, yo, I, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. You know, I'm kind of grown right now. So I cut my music um you know i talk about this i talk about that you know that was just more of like a respect thing of like mm-hmm. she, she's going to come across my music at some point right You know, she's going to listen to it so that was kind of like a just in case she comes across it she knows right so like that was kind of a hard conversation but at the end of the day like of course i'm being rebellious you know what i mean it go it, it goes a little <laughs> further than that but right you now i'm expressing myself
1: so did you grow up then like you brought up the christian background in your family did you grow up singing in like the church choir then is that how you kind of got started or was it just more so just involved like between like your parents or like and like some sort of like elderly figure who you just like kind of got exposed to that like kind of like sparked this inspiration for music
2: honestly no um as as far as church and everything as a child growing up i was just there um my mom, you know, she sung in the choir, she played keyboard. Uh, my dad, he's always been like the lead keyboard, you know, lead organ player. Mm-hmm. And my brother started off playing drums um, and then he ended up playing bass. And then eventually I started playing saxophone at church.
1: Gotcha, okay. So
2: like, you know, I never really knew I could sing in that so, way.
1: <laughs> so the no. instru- So you used an alternative instrument as your voice for a while. So when was it, so when was this change kind of made? How long did you play saxophone for? And then when did you start to discover your love for singing and and your ability to sing?
2: So I started playing saxophone in sixth grade. Um, You know, that was kind of like, you need to either be in chorus or band or something. Mm -hmm. So I chose saxophone because my older brother played saxophone, Gotcha. but like not to, you know, gas myself up, but like I was hella good. (laughs) <laughs> you know what i mean i was, I was <laughs> and so um yeah so i just kept with it i i eventually transferred from like my public school to uh, a performing arts school in middle high school to where i was able to focus on that and um that was my major for you know my entirety of school um i got into theater and like singing and stuff senior year in high school um i, I was a double major vocal and uh, saxophone. I think they just needed a low voice, honestly. That's why I was in that. Mm-hmm. But we were forced to audition for this show, Being the Beast. I auditioned, got it. And being on that stage, like, it was wild. You know what I mean? There was a lot of stuff I needed to figure out by myself. Right. So, you know, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's something that the, you know, the spotlight does to a human, right? When you're kind of put out into an environment where, one, you may not totally feel comfortable right and uh, you kind of feel the pressure especially when you think about like you taking on the lead role in a musical where you don't have any really prior experience right stepping on a stage like that Um, what was that like that moment opening night you know it's just like probably for me like when I was running out on a Friday night football game you know under the lights like it's the same kind of you know, feeling just a different environment. What did that environment feel for you in that moment?
2: It felt great, man. It was a rush. It was a high. It was something that I didn't know I was good at. You know, I'm one of those people like I'm very respectful of career choices. So if I feel like I'm stepping in somebody's lane and I'm not doing something to their standards, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'll feel bad, I'll step away. And and that's kind of how it was when we first started rehearsals. I've never acted before, you know what I mean? And I was acting with all these musical theater majors, actors, and I was just being too hard on myself, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm not doing this right, you know, in my head. But, but once I got it, bro, that entire process, it was it, man. It was that standing ovation for me.
1: Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. so, I know you continued then on to the University of Cincy, correct? Yep. And at the time, you were still a major in the saxophone. So so talk to me a little bit about what it was like to major in as a saxophone player, right, going into college those first two years, and then what led to you then transferring to then Point Park and changing your major into musical theater, so, cause I'm just trying to just piece together basically the journey to where you are now.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, after doing being the beast, like I was a little confused about like, you know, my choices and everything. Like at, at that point I had already auditioned for colleges for jazz. you know, you know, I didn't, I, I didn't expect all this to happen and I was already accepted. So like, you know, after doing that that made me very confused and i loved what i did i also love saxophone but i was being hit with like you know it was a lot of pressure for that and i don't like being pressured for
1: saxophone you mean
2: yeah for like saxophone.
1: To, to like pursue that that path
2: yep because yeah. my family um, like my family is you know musicians you know what i mean like you know like my dad plays keyboard and everything my mom plays keyboard she sings my brother plays bass drums you know, what I mean, so like, it was that it was that pressure of like, yeah, if he's going to grow up. He's going to be a musician. He's going to, you know, you know, he's going to be like me. He's going to do this. You know, he's going to do that. Mm-hmm. And that kind of puts, you know, very much so pressure, especially, you know, since my parents were paying, you know, for that stuff. So right. so, you know, I go, you know, I, I go there and like I liked it. You know, it wasn't like too difficult or anything. My heart wasn't in it. Mm-hmm so i kind of did slack off um and instead of practicing and stuff i was looking up like w- different ways to act you know what i mean different ways to you know place my you know place my vocals and you know like my chest my head you know like falsetto and stuff like that i eventually got a voice teacher there i had to drop one of my electives for jazz i dropped that for a vocal lesson okay and i started getting better and so um i really bro i'm not gonna lie i was really slacking off bro i took i took a week off so i could go to chicago and audition for different schools
1: oh okay and then
2: um and then once i got into Point park man i said bye bye
1: yeah
2: i feel bad but at the end of the day like i'm very content with where i am right now and if i didn't do that like i feel like i wouldn't be tim judah yeah you know like i was still tim richardson then but I would not have been Tim Judah I would not have found my own image you know you know my own style Mm -hmm. acting singing you know I wouldn't have found that and
1: and it's not so much like your your own image and your own style it's like almost just finding you and who you want to be right and you know there's kind of like there's a saying that you know find what you love right like find a hobby that you love and make it your career well I feel like that's like just like I, I feel like that ruins then the hobby right you know what oh. i mean like i love cooking but would i want to go work in a restaurant as you know a cook working 60 70 80 hours a week only making like 12 15 an hour hell no i wouldn't want to do that i'd rather enjoy it <laughs> and do it here in the house you know what i mean so i feel like it kind of hit that point for you with the saxophone where it's like you're being forced into playing it so then the enjoyment of it right the enjoyment of the process you kind of the interest just starts to fade right mm-hmm. when we're forced into something that we truly just don't want to do
2: exactly yeah and yeah it was, it was even harder especially on family you know what i mean
0: because
2: mm-hmm. like if you feel like you know you let your family down that's kind of a lot so
1: yeah that's a that's a big like emotion and thought to like sit with and to have to wrestle with over what choice is ultimately best for you, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like, and, and we all feel pressure from our families in some sort of ways, right? Like, you know, every every parent, whether they say it or not, you know, like wants their kid to be the president of the United States. But in reality, you know, there's one, there's one job, you know, that's only one job out of the thousands that are out there. So it's like, we kind of have to, at a certain point figure out our own way for ourselves you know i mean like the parental guidance and input like you know still valued but at the end of the day it's our life
0: yeah
2: hey, and you're speaking the truth bro <laughs> <laughs> so Let's right.
1: so talk to me then a little bit about once we got this voice coach right and um we've transferred to point park so what so you started, I see you here on uh, your Spotify page. The first song came out in 2019, um, Never Leave. And then we had Drip followed in up at 2020. Um, so talk to me a little bit about the process of producing your first two sing- uh, singles um, and just what that was like um, in terms of recording, marketing. Uh, who were you trying to contact with in order to you know, get the stuff done? Uh, Talk to me a little bit about this journey here.
2: Uh, Well, both of them, they were completely different experiences. Like the first one, um, I didn't really expect to release it. You know what I mean? Um, uh, One of my friends who, you know, um, played at my old church, you know, he was a keyboard player, and we always did gigs together. We vibed. He he has his own studio, and I knew that. And um, I wrote this song, you know, trying to tell – you know, this girl, how I felt you know what I
0: mean?
2: Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, as you can hear she's you standing, know what I mean?
1: Standing out her window with the boom box. <laughs> girl, you already know, you
2: already know.
0: <laughs> you, already know.
2: <laughs> you already know, like,
0: love me, love me.
2: <laughs> but, um, but, uh, but yeah, man, I uh, like this, like this girl, um, you know, um, you know, she's doing her thing now. We're still really close friends, but that, you know i just really just wanted to make that for her because i've always had issues just saying how i feel mm-hmm. but it's easier for me to sing it you know what i mean yeah so um i hit him up we, we made that song from scratch um actually like was playing around on my keyboard and i was like playing chords and stuff and when we went in i told him what the chords i wanted and he was like hey how about we what well, if we did this what well, we did that so you know we worked that from scratch you know mm-hmm. literally from and beat up until you know, kind of like the you know the orchestral vibe it is, and it was honestly it was a really fun experience. Um, I really enjoyed myself. Um, I learned a lot about recording, and I learned a lot of like how to push myself to, you know, really become you know what I wanted to be, right. and you know shout you know shout out to her. You know I put my entire heart into that, and that really learned me that you know it's okay to be vulnerable in music you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's like at the end of the day like what you're going through somebody else is going through that so right. they listen to that they feel it you know it hits mm-hmm. so um so yeah that was a you know that was a really you know fun experience really you know personal song you know yeah. i released it so it's out there now i like it
1: yeah no like i i think it's a very good vibe and it's something that you know when you like think about your background right and like with the saxophone and just like kind of more of these you know um string and wind instruments and stuff like that that you were always present around probably in the room right and like music classes and stuff like that and then you add in this like new discovered instrument which is your voice it's like this is definitely where we see this journey begin and it kind of makes sense that is your first song right because it's like the things that you're basically familiar with at the time now transitioning to drip we start to kind of then like you still i feel i still get more like the it's like a kind of like a serenading vibe like in your voice still That's like very similar to never leave as well but we start to break away then right into more of like an r&b kind of hip-hop type of a genre here so yes, talk sir. to me a little bit about this transitioning away from things that are familiar to now things that are new and exciting and that you're trying out
0: mm.
2: well when i wrote drip <clears throat> let me think um you know uh, you know southwest different victor yeah my dude southwest he inspired that song for me Because um, when we first met or like when we first like hung out for the first time, made music, he pushed me because he knew that, you know, I wanted to rap, but I was very insecure about that. He was like, man, just go for it, man. Just like nobody's ever good the first time, bro. Go for it. You'll get better. You're still new to making music. You will get better. So, you know, I just started looking up beats on YouTube and I get that vibe. And, you know, it was a summertime vibe. You know i'm like let me do something different you know it was a very experimental phase mm-hmm. um I'm, I'm still experimenting to this day you know what i mean like right. sounds, what works for me but, you know that was just like the first real song that i did that like i was putting my art into it mm-hmm. and not as much as my heart because um never leave that was all heart but it just happened to turn to art but this i was like let me. You know, you know, me, you know. Let me, let me, let me do this. Let me do that. It wasn't really about anybody. It was just about experiences.
1: Yeah, creating. It was about being oh, a
0: creator oh. in the moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, It was just like experience, like bring that ass over. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, oh, so yeah. Uh, you know, um, I made that song. Brought it over to my producer Tim Carr. Shout to uh, Shuffling Sounds, um, and he made that into the song. It is. And that's always gonna be deep in my heart because that's like the first full song that I've written. Yeah. Well,
1: why don't you, what do you say we go ahead and give a little preview for the audience here? Let's do it. All right, let me go ahead and cue this up here. So Drip is out on all platforms here, as you see here on the screen, can be found Sir. right Sir. On Spotify here. And uh, I'm gonna drag us over here onto the screen and let's go ahead and play drip
0: yeah 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 i put this mic
2: down Le. Yeah, yes so i was gonna try something different i didn't know how it's gonna be but i guess we'll see right Look. <clears throat>
0: Let the water drip 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 Let it drip on your body Let the water trip drip 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 Ain't nobody else but you and me Let the water drip 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 Let it drip on your body Let the water drip 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 Ain't nobody else but you and me Make sure that the water's high uh, Nothing can compare With you there I don't really want to lie It's lonely when I'm in by myself it's about a quarter of five i'm on the way can you tell come on in the water's fine i'll treat you I better love. than last
1: time dude that is a bop and your voice like i can't believe you were hiding that behind a saxophone for so long <laughs>
2: <laughs> yo but shout out to the saxophone though because i feel like that's my voice Like, the way I play saxophone is the exact same way I sing.
1: Yeah. What do you mean by that?
2: So, like, um, improvisation was, like, a big thing with me. I I love jazz. Just, like, the way I played it, like, I was always different from your average saxophone player. I had a very much so, like, smoother tone than what you would hear. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Just, like, like my voice is literally how it sounds.
1: Yeah. I mean, it is a very smooth voice and you hit your range very well. Like it's very, it's not choppy at all. Like you carry very well. I will say that you do. And it, it's very obvious in all the music that you do, like even on the redefined music project um, and the songs that you're featured on there, like it's the same thing. Like your voice is very consistent and it flows and it's just like, honestly it's just aesthetically pleasant to listen to it really is yeah like it's it's you got one hell of a voice there my friend
2: man i appreciate that bro
1: so talk to me then a little bit about what is coming up so where are we taking this voice what are we trying to do with it now so just kind of give me you know what you're trying to execute, what you're trying to experiment with, I wanna hear about it.
2: So, because like I'm a very like, you know, all over the place person, I try Mm -hmm. to put that in my music. So um, I'm using, you know, singles, you know, like, you know, maybe EPs and stuff like that to help to see, you know, what works for me, what Mm -hmm. reads well, you know, with audiences and stuff like that, trying to find vibes and stuff like that. So,
0: yeah. So, is there
1: is there, like, anyone in particular, like, you're trying to, like, work with in terms of, like, getting beats from, like, or, or are you just kind of, like, do you make the beats yourself nowadays? What are you doing? Oh, no.
2: <laughs> nah. Um, Eventually, I want to get to a point where I have an engineer where I can share my ideas because I have a very, like, musical mind. mm mm-hmm. So, like, you know, I can just make a, you know, I, I can just make lyrics, make melodies out of thin air. I just need, you know, like the proper like instrumentation behind it. But um, eventually, like, somebody who I'm really trying to work with, he's up there. I'm really trying to work with Timberland. Okay. That's Talk somebody. to me about him. Huh?
1: Talk to me about him.
2: Timberland. You know Timberland. You know, you know, a famous producer, produced for, uh, you know, Justin Timberlake.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, oh.
2: So Timberland. you're good. Okay. Man, man, I'm thinking big picture.
1: Yeah. But
2: um, but like right now, um, I've really been vibing with this producer on U- uh, YouTube called 18. Okay. E-E-N. Um, <clears throat> a lot of my music is his beats. And, you know, even though I don't know that man, like, I can tell he has similar vibes. So I really hope that, you know, he can listen to some of my stuff. You know, I will, you know, email him, you know, what I'm using, you know, out of respect. but hey, man, I bought the least for your beat. Just with it. You know, you know, stuff like that. I really want to start off, you know, I really want to work with him. And then, you know, moving up, you know, go up to the, you know, you know, bigger producers. So I kind of started off kind of high. but but, um so you know let's just rewind up the bet but uh 18 is somebody who i really want to work with and um i don't know it's just you know most of the stuff is just my vibe Mm -hmm. you know
1: right so talking about your vibe i know you have a couple singles coming out i know one of them is actually coming out in a couple days here um on august 6th but i want to talk about bringing you up first Um, before we talk about uh, Gas and Next. Um, So talk to me a little bit about Bring You Up. Talk to me, what is the sound that I'm going to be hearing? Um, What went into making it? Um, And then what is like the marketing kind of scheme that you have
2: uh, for it as well? So the vibe of Bring You Up, this is very much so like slow jam, late night drive you know like you know you you know you know you're sparking up you feel me mm-hmm. you know maybe drink this is a very relaxing in your mind song
0: Okay. and that's kind of
2: where i want most of my music to go to um i want to make music for late night driving you know i want to make music for you're in your thoughts you need something to listen to
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know, and, but for like all occasions of moods as well so this this one i believe hits um, you know it's pretty much about <clears throat> you know uh, my experiences with like you know talking to somebody you know you know you know talking to a lady and she just needs that confidence you know but then like when you, you know, try to hype her up and stuff like that, you know, give her compliments and stuff. So, you know, like, you know, shut it down. Like, no, I'm not. You, you know you know what I mean? When you're right. like, no, you are beautiful. Yeah. No, I'm not. That can get kind of frustrating after a while. You know what I mean? Right. So, um... So is, you this, want-
1: is this, like, you kind of releasing the frustration of, like, being the person who's trying to hype up and is this, like, not able to break through or is this more of like her side of the story like about like the insecurities
2: uh this is my side of the story and what i'm receiving okay i don't i don't really know what's in her head but i know what i know you know what i mean right right like you know this is what's happening this is how i feel listen to me you know what i mean
1: yeah it's kind of like you're just not being heard like you feel like you're just not being heard in this situation okay i got you so, what do you say we go ahead and sample, then bring you up for the audience? Let's go for it. Oh, before I do, any any projected release date? Any, ben, you want go. to throw the audience?
2: We will see.
1: We'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. So here we go. Bring you up. Coming soon on all platforms.
0: Uh-huh. Oh oh oh, 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 no, ain't no room to be doubtful, yeah. yeah. You ain't gotta be worried, you gotta feel it out, more. yeah. Even if you wanna tell it to your best friend, yeah, take it to the council, yeah. yeah. They gon' say. Same thing that I taught you, eh? It's not on ya I never want to take you for granted, baby. Your heart is on your sleeve. I want to take it, ay. Put your eyes on me, swear it's enough. Yeah, yeah, that's a
1: vibe. That is a vibe, bro. Wow. Again, just, like, the smoothness in your voice, man, is just, like, you, like, I, I just I always catch myself just, like, kind of, like, flowing with you as you move, again, like, up and down that scale. Like, it's it's incredible kind of the... the, just, like, the connection that you kind of, like, feel with your voice in, in the song. It, it's, again, it's just very powerful. And I
2: appreciate that. That's exactly what i'm trying to like put out you know what i mean that's exactly what i'm going for because like um i want people to feel the same about what i'm doing that i do you know what i mean
0: mm-hmm.
2: um you know like when i make music when i listen to certain things that hit me when i'm singing i tend to flow you know, you know what i mean like sometimes i listen to music and i'll just like you know you know what i mean yeah just,
1: no right yeah you no know,
2: you no know, that's what i'm trying to go for i want it to be like i'm singing through you Mm -hmm. so you're like
1: it it, it's kind of weird because like you didn't sing in a church choir but yet i get that like kind of that same i don't know like when you hear some like when you go to a church right and you hear like someone who just is belting it out in the choir right who just like really sticks out from the rest and you're like just really drawn to them like that energy they create in the room right yeah. it's like the same kind of that presence i get from you in in, in that song there especially uh again is just like kind of just like you know you're you're pulling me your voice just like pulls me into the song and then with the beat that you've laid behind it as well i can hear like a little bit of is that like water just like kind of just like dribbling yeah yeah, yeah. like it, it's it's very it's again it's 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 all just like very fits very well
2: appreciate that man and that's another thing like 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 you're really hitting it because that's another thing that like I think of like or I, I try to put out there like i I do think of like you know my my ballad stuff my singing stuff as water mm-hmm. like you know when water would drink from you know when it would you know drip from the faucet into yep. like a pool of water and do that, that, that little wave thing
1: yeah the ripples yep
2: yep that that that's exactly what
1: I'm going for. Yeah, Fluidity, man. Fluidity yeah. is the name. Also, shout out to 18, because 18 <laughs> did that
2: beat. Yeah. 18 yeah. did that beat.
1: That's a nice beat, bro. So, pivoting the gas in, how does this, how does, like, bring you up, compare the gas in?
0: Um.
2: It honestly doesn't. Well, it so um, gassing, it's just pretty much like the feeling of somebody gassing you up. You know, it's, you know, it's especially like gassing up yourself and then your loved ones gassing you up. There's no better feeling, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like,
1: yeah.
2: you know, I'm just going to say I love attention, bro. Like, um, um, I love to feel hyped up because when I feel like people have, have my back, and like they know what I'm trying to accomplish, and they're there for it. Mm-hmm. That's when I'm at my best, right? Then I muscle at my second. I'm also at my best when nobody's for it. <laughs> Maybe I'm just at my best. I don't know. I don't know.
1: He always at his best. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but but yeah, this song is really just about like you know you know how like your loved ones, your homies, you know your family, you know how it feels when they gas you up. But it is like talk to like. To like a woman
1: okay all right let's go ahead and sample then gas in here for the audience you're gonna Again. gas and i'm gonna share that i'm gonna share that cover art with y'all oh dude that's a sick cover art. who did you cover art?
2: um i did that actually
1: dude that's nice what did you do it on
2: um it was this free app that lets you uh use free images with no copyright so thank that's God I'm not going to get, I'm not, not going to get sued, but, um, <laughs> Dude, but that's uh, hard. Yeah, appreciate that. You,
1: look, you know what uh, service you should look into um, or app, so, I should say Adobe spark. It's, um, it's a really like user friendly, like right on your iPhone, you can make like this same exact cover right on there in like probably 15 minutes and it's all free okay. as well.
2: Yeah, this took me about 15 minutes as well.
1: Yeah, dude, that's I like that. Appreciate that. All right, let's go ahead and sample gas in here. Again, available on all platforms August 6th at midnight. So make sure you go into the link in his bio and hit that pre-save now. Uh, or if not, again, make sure to check it out after uh August 6th at midnight. Again, releasing on all platforms. Sure. Oh <laughs>
0: Yeah, you're casting me up. Yeah, you're casting me up. I said you're casting me up. You're casting me up. You're casting me up.
1: You can't hit my line. Dude, I like that one. I think that's my favorite one.
0: Yes, sir. appreciate that. I think that, that's man. my
1: favorite one. Dude, that's like, it gives me more of um. Like, I totally agree. Bring you up is like the, is like a driving song. Mm -hmm. To me, Gasson is like I'm sitting on the beach, like at sunset, like sipping on a Corona with a lime in it. You know what I mean? Just like, Uh. it's like, it it feels more of a very similar to Drip in that, like, kind of like the summer vibeness to it. Mm -hmm. That's what I kind of get from Gasson. What do you think?
2: Yeah. Yeah. And and that's exactly why I am dropping it in the summer because I've noticed I am a summer artist, but,
1: <laughs> you know, I mean? ma- makes all, makes all the, when do you make, when did you uh, record gas? And I'm just kind of curious.
2: Hmm. I recorded gas in last month. Okay. I'll I recorded, it last month. Um, I wrote it in about 20 minutes. It was just you know you know it was just something you know I'm like I feel like writing I feel like being creative let me do something mm-hmm. and I really liked it and <laughs> so I was like let me take you to the studio real quick take you to the studio and I was like this is like a good representation of like what's coming next
1: right like my
2: plans for next summer it's not going to be you know you know what you hear mm-hmm. and I just you know you know and like what I'm trying to show is that like don't get used to what you're hearing now because you don't know what I'm going to do. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I said, my mind is very sporadic. Right. So you don't know what you're going to get. So, um, I mean, you're going to get some good stuff, of course, but you don't know what you're going to get from me.
1: Right. So so, so these two singles, did they show any indication of what to expect from the EP that you're going to be dropping in September, symphonies?
2: So, um, Bring You Up is on the EP. Okay. Gaston is not. Okay. Gaston is just something that like, I feel like is, I don't know. I, I feel like it doesn't need a project around it. You know what I mean? Like you can just listen to that song whenever you want. Right. Um, it's, it's also to show like, hey, I'm still here. Cause I haven't dropped in over a year. I'm, 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 I'm still here. I'm still working. And, like, I'm getting better.
1: Right. No, I mean, I totally agree. And just mm-hmm. in terms of, like, I loved seeing just, like, the creativeness and just, like, kind of just, like, how you're letting it flow through you and mm-hmm. just seeing, like, where it takes you and what you're going to develop with it. You know, I mean, we talked earlier um, before the show about how, you know, the one of the reasons – of getting out of majoring as a saxophone player is the fact that you're pigeonholed right mm. when we talked about like we don't really we don't like that feeling you know what i mean of just being like hey you're you're this right we want to be able to essentially you know dip our toes in as many poles as we can yeah. um so i again like i really like what i'm hearing here and i you know very excited to see what you have coming up uh, past these, uh, you know, little previews that we showed here for the audience.
2: Hey, I'm not going to let anybody down. I'm telling you that. Speaking hey. of that, one sec. <laughs> let me grab my laptop charger.
1: Yeah, no problem. Um, so just in terms of symphonies, um, what can you tell me or tell the audience? Um, you know, you mentioned that Bring You Up is on uh, that EP, What what more can you tell me about the EP? What more can you give away to us here today?
0: Mm.
2: It's different.
1: In what aspect?
2: It's different from what you've heard um, before like like of, of course it fits in like a a music genre definitely mm-hmm. but it's it's different and it's mainly different from what you think you're going to expect of me okay that's all i'm gonna say
1: all right all right well guys make sure again to tune in to gas and coming out august 6th at midnight and then symphonies which is going to be dropping uh, later, uh, sometime in September, Tim, thank you so much for stopping by the stoop today. I greatly appreciate having you on the show. Uh, please do yourself the favor and give yourself a shout out. That way people know where to find you, your music, stay up to date about everything. Tim Judah.
2: Perfect. All right. Y'all hit me up on Instagram, Facebook, Instagram is Tim underscore Judah. One more time. Tim underscore Judah. Uh, Facebook is just Tim Judah. Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, Tim Judah, please tune in, um, pre-save, gas in, it will show up in your library if you do, exactly at midnight, and the link is in my Instagram bio, and you can also listen to, you know, other stuff that I'm currently on, you know what I mean, I've done a lot of features, so you'll be able to see it on my page, but just tune in, y'all won't regret it, y'all about to hear a new Tim Judah
1: Hey, you heard it here, folks, everyone. Again, Tim Judah stopping by the stoop. Again, man, thank you so much for stopping by. Uh, Anything that I can do in terms of helping you uh, throughout the course here, just let me know. As always, um, please tell all the boys over at Redefine I say hello and that my support is still here and alive. Um, For any of those who um, are looking to come on the show as well, please send them my way. Um, For the audience, as always, make sure to tune into our website, at www.legendsofthestoop.com to stay up to date on everything, including new episodes, um, merchandise. Um, you know it. The links to our socials are on there for Instagram and Facebook. And please do not forget to rate, rate, rate share, view. I don't care. You know what to do. Uh, I appreciate all the love and support. Again, this is your host, Mike Pernice, signing off.